Well, this is kind of like how I, like I mentioned, I'm not very religious. I'm very spiritual. So I have three com like three main things that, you know, I try to subscribe to that is don't be a dick, leave everybody in every situation better than you found it and fulfill your own potential. That was Kenyon Zitska. And this is the recovery revolution. Time for the Recovery Revolution Podcast, and it is unlike any recovery podcast you will ever experience. This is next-level recovery transformation featuring the most influential minds in addiction, recovery, sobriety, mindset, and entrepreneurship. This podcast will revolutionize the way you look, feel, and talk about recovery. This is the Recovery Revolution. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Recovery Revolution. And today we have Kenyon Zitska joining us on the show. And Kenyon actually has his own podcast called Zero Excuses, where I was recently featured. It was the July 30th, 2019 episode, Finding Your Unexplored Potential with Omar Pinto. And when we get into Kenyon's episode, you'll understand why the name of his podcast is Zero Excuses. Because that is how he lives his life, with zero excuses. And though he found success in so many areas of his life, he still felt completely unfulfilled. Something had to give, something had to change. And on today's episode, we discover just exactly what those changes were. So keep a pen and a pad handy, because on this episode, Kenyon drops life hack after life hack that will help you stay accountable get organized, and take massive action. So let's dive into Kenyon's story. But first, a quick message from our sponsors. We are all addicted to something. Money, success, food, drugs, alcohol, and even our problems. These addictions hold us back and prevent us from living a life of happiness, fulfillment, and joy. My name's Omar Pinto, and I'm a life transformation coach, addiction recovery specialist, and lifestyle entrepreneur. I help people all over the world transform their lives every single day. So if you want to find out what's holding you back from living a life of fulfillment, success, and happiness, go to www.omarpinto.com and schedule a free consultation with me today. It's time to transform your life. Today's episode is brought to you by the RRC, the Recovery Revolution Community. The RRC is our private recovery membership group that features online meetings, online support, accountability, peer-to-peer recovery support, and coaching. The Recovery Revolution is more than just a podcast. It is a support network helping thousands of people all over the world. So for more information about the Recovery Revolution podcast or how you can join the RRC, then go to omarpinto.com and get plugged into the Recovery Revolution today. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to show your support for the podcast. And speaking of amazing reviews, our next review is from 
Space Girl 78, and she is from the United Kingdom. Title is Life Changing. I listen to Omar's podcast almost every day as a part of my sobriety practice as I can't get to meetings easily. I feel like he's my big brother in recovery and value his work so much. This podcast is such a service to humanity. We are stronger together by sharing our stories. We can heal. Space Girl 78, you are my sister. What a heartfelt and loving review. All I can say is thank you. You are awesome. Sending big love and an HP baby to the UK. Hey, Kenyon, thanks for joining us. Man, I am excited to be here. I appreciate you having me on, and I'm ready to ready to crush this, man. Let's crush this thing together. All right, awesome. I'm in. Let's do this. All right, so folks, today we have Kenyon Zitska joining us on the show. Kenyon is just an ordinary dude looking to live an extraordinary life. However, from an early age, he thought that if he worked harder than the next guy and checked all the boxes society told him he should check, that he'd be successful in life. Completed trade school, earned a master's degree in engineering, spent 20 years in the U.S. Navy sailing around the globe, had countless other experiences and accomplishments, and he's certainly filled with a lot of gratitude. Through all of that, there's been something missing. He always had this longing for a certain type of freedom that he couldn't quite put his finger on. That sound about right, Kenyon? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty accurate way to uh, sum things up there. Definitely, uh, definitely haven't arrived at that uh, that destination that I'm trying to get to. But you know, I've definitely have made a lot of progress here in the recent years, and uh, you know, I'm just uh, really happy for all those experiences because they definitely woke me up to, uh, to some things that uh, I don't think I would have ever learned before. But like you mentioned, there's just uh, there was that thing that was missing. And it basically was, um, you know, the common thread that I see with people that I work with and interact with is that we're all taught how we should act, how we should behave, uh, the things that we ought to be doing with our lives. Yet we aren't taught how to figure out what that looks like for us, like what's that? What's what's that look like for me? We, you know, certainly our parents and, and all those around us have done their best to give us a solid foundation to uh, to you know live a happy life. But sooner sooner or later, we have to kind of forge our own belief systems, forge our own systems, habits, routines, and that's really uh, what I've started to install in my own life to start to move towards uh, where I want to go in my life. Well, and, and that's beautifully, very beautifully put, because the, the truth of the matter is that uh, generationally, and we were just having this conversation prior to pressing record, but it's this antiquated sort of uh, social expectations, family expectations, the, the I shoulds. Yeah. Basically, you should... Uh, you know, spend more time in the church. You should spend more time, you know, with your family, whatever that looks like. You should, you know, you should do all these things, which inherently what that is telling anyone when you say you should do this, it tells them, well, does that, I guess that means I'm doing something wrong. Because if I should be doing this, that means that what I'm currently doing is not the right thing. And I love the idea of, you know, forging your own belief systems, like getting to a point where it's like, wait a minute. I don't know if I agree with all this. Do you mind if I do a little investigation? 
can I do a little due diligence on my own before I buy into this I should idea? Um, so anyway, I, I, I can tell we're going to be going to a lot of really cool directions. But first, I'm very curious. I was going to ask you this before I press record, but I thought, nah, I'll ask when yeah. we pray. Kenyon Zitska. That's tell right. me a little bit about that name. Well, it's um, – well, the first name came out of basically a baby name book. My dad wanted really? to name me Henley, and, you know, <laughs> my mom had veto power over that. So they <laughs> they basically settled on Kenyon, which is actually an Irish name, which means uh, fair-haired. And the last name is an Austro-Hungarian uh, lineage. Uh, my my father believed that uh, the name was originally spelled C I D C K A, and when the uh, family immigrated through Ellis Island, they spelled it uh, phonetically. Yeah, phonetically, I think that's the right term. But uh, you know, they they spelled it how they heard it. So that's how the Zitska last name came to be, and that was in the uh, late 1800s. And uh, you know, the family's been here for one, two, three. I'm I'm fourth generation, I think. So uh, that's kind of the origins of the the name. And Love it. My middle name is is my dad's first name. So that's which that's is the, Ronald. Okay, Ronald, Kenyon Ronald Zitska. That actually, yeah, it actually rolls. It actually yeah. rolls. It's 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 fantastic. I asked I asked you about it, and you actually had like all the history behind it. Like my last name is Pinto, and hmm, I know there's some Portuguese in there. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's all you got. And that's all I gotta know, right? I go the. I know that there's some Portuguese in there, right? So uh, there's a big mix in there, but anyway, um, so cool, great, great, uh, great intro there. All right, so then before we start really diving into, um, you know, what you've got going on or what has happened to you in your past to get you to where you are today. Let's talk a little bit about what your normal daily routine looks like. Well, it's it, it's been a pretty uh, – it hasn't really been super consistent here recently. Uh, just got done with a major, uh, major project with my uh, nine-to-five job. But my typical day starts at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, I'm sure you subscribe to you know, the, the Miracle Morning type mm-hmm. routine. Uh, you know, I meditate. Yes. I read the Daily Stoic. That's my go-to uh, reading material. Never gets old. Um, always pick up something new, even though I've uh, read it. Uh, this is my second time through. Did it? Did it all year last year. Um, you know, I definitely hydrate. I, like I said, meditate, read. Um, I, I post um, most of my morning social media content in the morning. That's my method of scribing. It's basically a morning thoughts post. Uh, just. Anything that comes to mind, it's not uh, scripted or or planned out. It's just you know during my meditation or during my reading, if whatever comes up, that's what I post and and then I head out the door, hit the gym. I'm lucky to have a um, you know I live in a military concentration area. I'm retired military, so I get to uh, take advantage of the facilities that are local here, and we have a, an actually uh, a nice CrossFit box right on base that's free. And um, I'm actually a coach there, so nice. So, so I coach CrossFit uh, for an hour from six to seven. Then you know I, I take a nice cold shower, as cold of a shower as I can get uh, coming out of the tap here in South Carolina. Right now it's uh, it's more like bath water. <laughs> but, uh, you know I like to take cold showers when I can, and uh, you know I'd, lo- I'd love it if uh, they installed like an ice bath on base here. But uh, 
but uh, I'm probably one of the one of the few crazy ones that uh, that wants one of those on base. But then then uh, by eight o'clock, I'm rocking and rolling at work, and uh, you know my morning routine lasts you know three and a half four hours almost. That's and, uh, yeah, that always blows my mind. Yeah, and and I forgot to mention during my commute, I you know recently I've been uh, I've been trying to kind of tune into my own intuition but typically i've been listening to uh you know motivating you know youtube videos or podcasts and and whatnot so i definitely try and uh fill in all those little uh those little spaces with uh something productive wonderful wonderful um the daily stoic what is that well if you're not familiar with us stoicism stoicism is essentially uh um it's an ancient philosophy on basically the art of living. And there's many famous, uh, you know, Stoic philosophers, uh, Epictetus, uh, Seneca, uh, Marcus Aurelius. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, I actually had the opportunity to visit his statue in Naples last year. That was pretty epic. But essentially, it's a very, very practical approach to life. And a lot of what I, uh, a lot of what my, what my social media posts uh, center around are some of those stoic ideas where, Hey, we, nothing is good or bad. Uh, We have, um, you know, we can interpret events in our life. However we want, we have control over those things and to, you know, basically control the controllables and, and many ideas along those same lines. And it's, you know, very short uh, bite-sized chunks that you can, uh, you know, just read and store in your mind for the day and go go throughout your day and just keep that in mind like hey you know what um you know people it's i'm probably a emotionless i don't know if emotionless is the right term but i'm very calm cool and collected almost to a fault where people sometimes think i don't have emotions or feelings subdued yeah but, but things that 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 other people tend to get upset over like Uh it's you know, I'm like a duck. It just rolls right off my back. Nice. And, and I'm able to, to maintain a, um, a good perspective over things. And that's been the biggest benefit of, uh, you know, diving into stoicism and, and uh, reading that on a daily basis. Beautiful. So the other thing that I thought, because I'm always looking for little hacks, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the, the scribing part, right? So I have my little journal where I do my, where I do my, my, my journaling or scribing. Uh, but you you do this on social media posts. Yes. So what, on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, I I, I tend to stick to uh, Facebook okay. on my personal wall and a okay. few uh, str- you know kind of strategic uh, uh, groups that I love love to interact in. You know, some of the men's groups and and things along those lines. So um, that's my method of scribing. Uh, you know, I have a lot going on. I also have a uh, real estate investment business that I'm running. So I'm always, you know, I, I tend to not use the uh, word hack. I tend to try and be efficient with my time. And and I'm terrible at actually physically writing things down, even though um, even though I know that's more powerful than, than using electronics. I'm always uh, just trying to find ways for me to uh, do things more efficiently. And, you know, you know, I can write in a journal and also do um, social media posts. I see that as duplicating the uh, work and, and I can always, um, and I also have some automation set up where my morning thoughts are automatically downloaded into a Google spreadsheet. 
and those are archived for me to quickly look up. And sometimes if I get writer's block, I'll glance through some of my previous uh, morning thoughts and maybe a new thought will post, you know, you know, pop in my, in my head and it kind of jars my, jars my thinking a little bit. And I'm, I'm always looking for little ways like that to, uh, to become efficient. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll turn it into my own uh, daily stoic type uh, book one of these days. And it's, you know, I'm doing that little bit every day to build that, uh, build that, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't, don't want to say repository, but storage bank of. Uh, Sounds of like a repository. I, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So automation, Google spreadsheet. So you post it in Facebook and then it automatically goes to Google or do you just copy paste it into a spreadsheet? No, I've got some automation set up through a website called If This Then That ifttt dot com, and it it's very versatile. Like you can even set up like an app to notify you when um, when an astronaut does a spacewalk. You get a text on your phone: Hey, there's an astronaut in space. I, you are you're, you're dude. You're killing me with these these hacks. I'm going bananas here. This whole interview is going to be like, you know. What else do you do? <laughs> okay. Well, another one like that is uh, Zapier.com. Um, I use that mainly in my uh, uh, real estate investing uh, business where if I get a lead that uh, emails me, uh-huh. they autom- automatically uh, goes into my MailChimp uh, mailing list. Their email address is automatically added. What's this thing called? Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R.com. Okay. And what does that do? Uh, well, the one that I just, there's a number of zaps that you can set up, but it, it allows different, uh, services like MailChimp, uh, Trello, uh, uh-huh. yeah. if, if you use pipe drive for, for lead management, um, Airtable, that's similar to, uh, Excel, but it's very much more visually appealing. Um, you know, it allows a number of different services to talk to each other and, uh, you know, you can exchange information between them instead of copy and pasting uh, an email address out of, out of uh, Gmail. It just does it whenever it pops in there. Uh, I've got, um, I've got a, um, what's it called? A label. Uh, it automatically labels the email when that label um, pops up on that email address, it automatically adds it to uh, MailChimp. This is wild. Wild. Okay. So that, that's, that's more than enough before I go bananas. And my, my listeners are like, dude, enough already. Is the recovery revolution, not the uh, find your find the best you know app for your life? Okay, so I've got these for those of you that are interested. Um, I just wrote this down, and I, again, what what in, in any way and in, in every way, shape, or form that you can grow, right? It's going to allow you to contribute on a higher level, just like Kenyon's doing right now. This is value. So yeah, on- I mean, any way you can win back time. Yes is super valuable. I, I am a big believer in finding uh, ways to offload your $5 an hour value tasks. So you can concentrate, concentrate on those five and $5,000 or 500 and $5,000 an hour type tasks that you only you can do. And, you know, I'm, that's like, I, like I described, I'm not there yet. I'm still kind of building towards that. But, you know, I'm big on using VAs to help me uh, repurpose some of my content that I produce. And, you know, that might come, come across as disingenuous. However, you know, I still add my personal touch and personal flair to each one of those pieces of content that, that I put out there. So it's not, not like I'm firing and forgetting um, 
No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine so because it, it, it allows you to get into this kind of information flow, right, yeah. where you're feeding your mind and, and learning. So, all right, so beautiful. Uh, so uh, my next question is on top of your morning routine, okay, uh, a big thing especially for people that are in recovery or looking for recovery, that kind of a thing, um, they have a spiritual practice that they will adopt, okay? Um, do you have a spiritual practice? You know, how do you stay in contact with your higher power? And what does that look uh, like? Well, I'm not super religious, but I definitely I definitely like to stay in tune with my own t- intuition, and that's something that I've been focusing on here very recently. So what I like to do is during my day, if if at all possible, I try to break my day into our time blocks Mm -hmm. where I work feverishly for 50 minutes. And then I'm, like I said, I'm big into fitness and I'm big into uh, go ruck events. So I have a uh, rucksack with about 40 ish pounds in it. So I'll take a 10 minute break, throw this ruck on, I'll throw on a meditation or um, again, a motivating uh, YouTube video or, or even if I'm reading a, a, reading a book, I'll throw, I'll buy the audio version of that and listen to that while I take a 10 minute walk. I'm, I'm lucky enough to, uh, where I work, I can take a walk on a pier and, you know, right out, right out there is the, uh, the Cooper river here in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. There's, there's all sorts of birds and dolphins. And we, I saw some uh, river otters the other day and just gets, you know, I, I, I just like to, whatever task I'm on, Sometimes there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of um, a lot of BS coming my way. So I like to take that ten minutes just to tune tune out, let it go, and then I can pick it back up or move on to the next next task next task uh, with a clear mind. So that's how I stay connected and how I kind of keep the noise at bay. I guess that's kind of my spiritual practice. Love it, love it. So so that, there's another hack too. It's like 50 minutes on, 10 minute break, right? Yeah. What, whatever that looks like. Um, what, what kind of, um, I guess, uh, positive, what's the word I'm looking for here? What's, what, sort of, what, what sort of positive benefits right, have you noticed since you started that practice? I just, I work, I get more done in a shorter amount of time. It's, it's like a couple benefits. Number one, I'm putting pressure, putting some positive pressure on myself to get that task done within that, within that time frame. Mm. Kind of the um, Parkinson's law work uh, expands and contracts the uh, time that you allot to it. So if I give myself 50 minutes to get this task done, like if I don't get it done in 50 minutes, I don't get to reward myself with my uh, 10 minute walk. So there's, there's the motivation there. And, and the second benefit is I get more exercise during the day. I I'm building my, uh, build my rucking, uh, muscles and, and getting more work, you know, I'm getting more exercise than, uh, than a lot of people I'd say. Well then, I, so, so what happens if you don't get it done in 50 minutes? I mean, I, I still make myself do, uh, I do like, um, I, lo- I love, but I hate burpees. Ah, so I, I'll do, I'll do ah. a quick set of burpees. <laughs> when I don't get it done, then I go right back to it. So I still get my movement in. Oh, dude. I love it. This is great stuff. Such great stuff. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. All right. So let's dive into this. is the recovery revolution. So, you know, there's an aspect of this 
where we discuss addiction, right? Mm -hmm. And so for many of us, we're addicted to something. So food, drugs, alcohol, our phones, social media, success, money. There's something, there's a driving force behind us sometimes that we're addicted to. Can you speak to how addiction has played a role in your life and any consequences you face because of it? Well, I think the my biggest addiction, I'd say, like I used to, I used to do chewing tobacco years ago uh-huh. uh, when I was in the Navy. Um, I just, I just, and I used to smoke too. And I, both of those, I just, I just made the decision in my brain that it wasn't there was no reward. So therefore I need to quit. So I I did those both cold Turkey, but I'd say the biggest one I struggle with is, um, when I came back from my last deployment, um, that was when I got my first iPhone and I got, I really got addicted to being on Facebook, playing angry birds. I was, (laughs) I was, you know, it was like, Oh wow. I've got all this computing power in my head, in my Uh hand. And it like, I didn't realize how much of a time suck. And, and when I look back on it, I was like, God, if, if like I'm using it for productive purposes nowadays, but if I use, if I used all that time in a more productive manner, how much further ahead would I be? And I think that's, that's, that's what kind of led me to my dip. I'll call it. Uh, If like you introduced me, I've got a lot of uh, accolades I can hang my hat on. But in you know underneath all that, I think there it, there was a point in time in my life where I was you know I was very overweight. Um, I was just kind of I had low energy. I just wasn't I just wasn't there. Like I was just like all right, time for another video game, uh, watching sports all the time. Because again, we go back to that that mental model of what our adult lives ought to look like. You see, like. There was that sitcom Married with Children. Oh yeah. On TV. Like that's that's what our like, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to come home and crash on the couch, watch watch sports and have a beer or two and unwind. Like nowadays, I like I can't even fathom watching like I like to watch a, a show with my wife as we fall asleep. I know that's a no no. It's one of the things I indulge in, but I do that in a disciplined way. Like I, I control my TV time to when me and my wife are having some quality time and everything else is like, you know, I still kind of struggle a little bit here and there to put the phone down because I want to answer one more email or I want to answer one more inquiry on one of my properties or something like that. But it's, you know, that's a little more productive than uh, just sitting there playing Angry Birds and ignoring my family. Right. Right. The shift, the shift is where I just got this new toy and it's and it's it's designed to get me addicted. It's complete. Oh, it's yeah. it. The whole design is beautifully created to you know create addiction. So oh, yeah. I get caught up in it. And the beautiful thing is that th- at some point I'm able to recognize what's happening. I'm I'm becoming lethargic and lazy and 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 and, and disengaged and overweight and you know there's all these things that are happening in my life and at some point I recognize I think it's this phone. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely one it, it definitely wasn't the only thing. I just I definitely fell into some of those uh, societal traps that we talked about at the beginning of the show. 
and just kind of like thinking like, okay, I'm doing, uh, doing what I'm being a good boy, doing what I'm supposed to do. So I'm rewarding myself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, this is my reward. How long did this go on? Um, I would say I got back from my deployment 2010 and, and really the wake up call was, was summer ish of 2014. Uh, my wife and I were going through, um, we had a hell of a time getting pregnant and doing the whole fertility dance. And, um, I just, I not just, yeah. Yeah. I recently graduated from, uh, you know, getting my, uh, engineering degree, got my first job out of college, which moved us down to state college, Pennsylvania from Rochester, New York, but we were still using the, uh, you know, the doctors up in Rochester. So my wife was commuting up there whenever, uh, you know, she was being seen up there. Uh, so one weekend, one week or one weekend I was, I stayed back cause you know, I recently started the job, didn't have a lot of time off built and I was, uh, doing something in our, uh, in our large shed in the backyard there it was on this old rickety uh, ladder. And then, um, it collapsed on my leg. I broke my leg and I don't know if, if my physical health had anything to do with it or not, but I was like, I just kind of looked at myself in the mirror at that point in time. I was like, you know what, this, this needs to change. And, and, you know, during the rehab process after my leg healed up and all that, I was like, you know what, I've got a good rhythm going, I'm going to keep going with this. And then that, that fall, we unfortunately had a miscarriage. Oh man. And you know, that was another wake up call. Um, it's just cheesy as the sounds. Uh, then I saw the movie American Sniper about what that family went through and, and, you know, what, what, uh, you know, Chris Kyle went through and I was like, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still in the Navy reserves at that point. And I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm being a shitty example. Mm, and, yep. and, and, you know, kind of those, those three major events, uh, were kind of the wake up call. That's, uh, that's really what, really got the ball rolling and got me down the path that I currently find myself on. And through that, I kind of, through um, the rucking events that I described, kind of started to get into the personal development and, uh, you know, just, just increasing my standard for myself. And, you know, the standard that, you know, wise man in the Navy once told me like the standard you walk by is the standard you accept. And every time I walk by the mirror, that's like, is this a standard I want? And, you know, if, if you're motivated to, um, become the person you want to be every time you set, set, set foot in front of the mirror, is that, is that the standard that you want for yourself? And you know what, there's some things that I do enjoy, like that I like about myself, but there's some things that I want to improve. So in that point in time, um, you know, every time I walk by a mirror, I was like, is this a standard that I want to walk by? Reminds me of the, uh, reminds me of the David Goggins book. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The accountability, the accountability mirror. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have crazy posts. It's right. All, but it's just like, I mean, it, it, some of these, some of these hack, like the, you described these hacks. They don't have to be these complicated, these complicated systems yep. and routines. And, and and recently, I've I've been overcomplicating my life with these uh, different systems and routines. But it boils down to asking yourself better quality questions. Yes, and they don't have to be complicated questions. A simple question: Is that the uh, standard that I'm willing to accept? No. What are we going to do about it? I love it, man. And then Is that the that standard we are willing to accept? Yeah. 
and just keep it going. Okay. I love it. I love it. All right. So, um, I mean, the, the, the good news is, the good news is that I guess uh, for you, there's that, the military background, 20 years in the military, that discipline just doesn't go, doesn't disappear. So whenever I need to access it, I can tap into it. Yes, but uh, that was another area that I struggled in was carrying that discipline over from that I, that I learned in the military and applying it to a a civilian lifestyle. And and the other side of this coin was that I that while I was on active duty, I felt like okay, I'm on duty, I'm you know I'm on point, I'm doing the thing, and then when I got off duty, like I flipped the switch, turned it off. I felt that, okay, I'm done. I get to be undisciplined now. And Interesting. Interesting. And, I like, uh-huh. And that's an area that, that once I joined the reserves and we're there a weekend a month, like, okay, I turned that discipline off for 28 days out of, the 30, out of a 30-day month. And that's another area that I, that I fell off the wagon in a little bit. A lot. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense, though. It makes sense, though. There's this kind of sense of like, I've already done this, right? I need to. I need to relax, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly, and, and like the the whole ter- the term congruency uh, pops up within that discussion, and, and I wasn't living congruently. And fast forward to today, now that I've kind of figure, you know crack that nut for myself on how how am I going to be disciplined on a day-to-day basis and you you hear the term discipline and you think like like it's balls to the wall all the time but it's not it's just having that consistent rhythm about your day not being too rhythmatic though to get yourself um into a trance or hypnotic rhythm if you've ever um if you've ever read the book um, um, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, that's an, that's an awesome book that I always recommend to everybody. Don't get yourself into that hypnotic rhythm, but get yourself into a predictable rhythm that you can rely on a day, on a day-to-day basis. And you, know, you don't have to force your family to conform to that, but your family can rely on that because they know when you're going to be there and they know, okay, this is dad's not, you know, this is dad's, you know, mm. his little time in the morning. Yeah. Non-negotiable. Yeah, it's and they can they can rely on that. They can lean on that. Yep. And you know what? That from from six to nine or six to eight, you know, my that's when I've got time with my daughter. That's dinner time. That's you know, how's your day? That's I'm putting the phone away as much as I can. Yeah. No, uh, I get it. I get it. You know, and there and you can tap back into it. Like after you give yourself that that permission, which is which leads me into the next question because as a coach. Right. There's always this kind of this. There's these limiting beliefs. Right. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you know, I'll be happy when. okay, or, you know, um, things will be different when or I can't do this because. So so there's these there's these stories that we pick up, these limiting beliefs that we pick up uh, throughout the years, these stories that we tell ourselves. So what is the story that you used to tell yourself, your biggest limiting beliefs? um, And what is it? That you, what is the story that you tell yourself now? Well, I got to go back to my childhood for this one. Bring and, it on. And one of the biggest things that my family always used to tell me was, you're quiet and shy, just like your dad. Mm, and, 
And so that became my narrative. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just like my dad. So I, therefore I must be quiet and shy. And to an extent I still am. I'm still, I still prefer my, you know, I still savor my alone time. I still like being by myself uh, every now and again, but I also have recently, re- you know, I don't need that all the time though, but you know, my, my father passed away in, in 2000. So that kind of narrative became frozen in time at that point in time, because, you know, when you lose a, a loved one, the, another one of those common narratives is like, you want to honor their legacy. You want to do right by them because, you know, they left, they left the earth too soon, which, you know, I don't mean to sound unsympathetic for losing my dad, but I have to move on and become my own person. Yes. So uh, that, that limiting belief subtly um, was tucked away in my brain until very recently. And, and that's one of the reasons why I started a podcast. If I'm quiet and shy and I'm not, and I'm not a good public speaker, great. How about I start a podcast? Because <laughs> the, new narrative that, the, the new narrative that I tell myself is like, okay, I'm not a good public speaker, but with enough practice, I can be. Yes. It's, it's a very subtle shift that you have to make. It's not, you don't have to, massively recreate new, you know, you have to tear down and build it all back up. You just have to make subtle shifts within yourself. Like, okay, I'm, I get anxious. Well, everybody does. That's just a sign that I'm pushing into an area that I'm going to grow. I love that. Yes. This is just an indication. This is an indication that I'm about to grow. Yeah. That's, you know, I, I don't mean to sound like I'm starting to go down a rabbit hole here, but, um, uh, one of the biggest terms that pisses me off that I hear people say is like, Oh, that's just my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, everybody gets anxious. Like we should be anxious that mm. like our caveman ancestors got anxious because there might be a saber tooth tiger looking to chop our head off or around the corner. But mod- in modern day, typically that looks like someone saying something bad about ourselves about one another. And that's really the biggest thing that, that uh, people fear these days, what I found at least. Right. And, and, and I like the whole public speaking thing too, the idea of it, because it's something that terrifies most people, the idea of public speaking. And, you know, you know, and then there's these stages of going from, you know, where I was at, well, I'm quiet and shy, so I'm definitely not a public speaker. And then that's the, that's the end of it. To, well, I'm not currently a good speaker, but I could be. Yeah. To... I want to be a good public speaker. So what's my next step? Yeah, exactly. All right, so just kind of just keep moving away from the, from the negative narrative into a place where it's like there are possibilities. There's always possibilities. I could. I could. Definitely, you know, if I choose to, if this is what I really want, then there's, there's a how for everything if I'm very clear on what my what is and why. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I always like to tell people to kind of put more of a general spin on this is like, just do the opposite of what your excuses are telling you to do. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So then my, my other one is uh, one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite stories from Tony Robbins is when he talks about burning the boats, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, you draw that line in the sand, right. To take the Island, you got to burn the boats. So there's that moment where you decide, right, not one more day, not one more hour, not one more minute. I will not tolerate this in my life any longer. What was that for you? It was it was the lack of uh, fitness because 
I was a search and rescue swimmer on active duty. I was always going to the gym. I was always physically fit. And, and again, it can't, comes down to that idea, like that narrative that, that 99% of people uh, tend to bring on board is that like, what do you see on TV is the typical, um, you know, family life is, you know, you, you have kids, you have to make sacrifices for your kids. You have to give up certain things. You have to like that. That's like when I broke my leg, we went through that, that, um, you know, our miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I said to myself is like, I'm not going to tolerate, like, I'm not going to walk by the standard anymore. And, and that's the moment in time where I was like, fitness, fitness and health are going to be a non-negotiable part of my life. I'd say that was my, that was my burning the bridges mo- or burning the boats moment. And I, I fitness, <laughs> fitness and health will always be a part of my life period. And it's, it's great to see my daughter, um, you know, <laughs> come out to the garage. Like I recently bought, bought my own set of uh, a barbell and weight plates and, and, setting the example for her. She wants me to buy her, her own, uh, her own little barbell set. I've got a pink one, pink and purple, uh, one picked out for her that I'm going to get here pretty soon. But like, like I just can't imagine how she would be if I was that, that fat and lazy person sitting on the couch every night. And I love what being, you said here. I love what you said here. Being grumpy. And like, yeah. that's the alternative. Mm-hmm. Like, grumpy and unavailable for my daughter like am i being perfect i'm certainly not perfect at it but i'm a lot i'm a lot i'm a lot better than i would be had i continued down that path yeah no absolutely but you know that i was writing that down as you were talking i'm like he just wants to set the example he wants to set his he wants to set the right example for for his for his daughter and then you said that you know i want to set the right example and that's really what it is right what is the legacy i want to leave behind what is the what is the message that I'm giving, right, to my children? Right? Yeah. Is is it you know to give up, to be lazy, to settle, or is it to you know have have time for myself, be independent, right, be in shape, okay, be achieving, be succeeding, right? looking for new avenues of, for change and growth. Um, yeah. That's what we want to. Achieve. That's what we want our, our kids to see. They, we want them to see that it'll inspire them. Right, because they will model us. Absolutely, they will model us. I mean, look at this. This is a perfect example of you know. Hey, can I get my own? Can I get my own weight set? Yeah, you know that's. I mean, that's beautiful. I mean, that's the best. I, at some point, you're like, now I realize what this is all for. Yeah, it's just like maybe these maybe these, uh, maybe these crazy gurus aren't so crazy after all. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about an aha moment in your life, okay? So when, when was your big aha moment, or it could be a couple, but it, do you have a big aha moment when you realized in your life that you were finally turning things around and you were making, and, and you were making a difference? I, I would say, like, when I woke, shortly after uh, we had our miscarriage, um, we wanted to immediately we had a knee jerk reaction moment where we um, took the first job that had relocation benefits back up to Rochester. And we'd only been in Pennsylvania for a year and a half. And it was a, you know, I, I have all the respect for, for my coworkers there, but it just was not, 
it just was not a, a very good environment to be in. I, I worked in a glass factory, hot, dirty, dusty, um, 70, 70, 75% turnover rate on the floor. Just not, a not a happy place to work, work in. And that was, uh, you know, that happened over the course of, uh, couple years uh, that I came to the realization, like, you know what, I'm, I'm just kind of drifting through life and allowing things to happen to me. And I got to start taking a more proactive role. So that's, that's kind of where I started, you know, setting a, not maybe like a, um, a comprehensive vision, but I started to get these ideas in my head of, okay, what do I want? Um, it was after a, one of my, um, Navy reserve annual trainings. I, one of my friends took me or asked me to come down to a ship because they, you know, they had a, uh, a role that was vacant that they needed some help. And so I went down there, helped them out for, for a month. And I was like, you know what? I could do this. Uh, I really enjoy being on the deck plates, helping the sailors out. And, you know, they still had a need after I, after I would leave. So I tried to see if they would take me back on active duty for a period of three years. And I had reached such a senior level that, that, you know, that just was not feasible. They would have to you know, pay me a lot of money, pay to relocate my family, et cetera. But like that set me on, on this, like, okay, I've got a vision for myself. So let me start looking at civilian roles within the Navy. And, and some of those didn't pan out. So I, so I finally found my uh, current role. Uh, with Noah as a port engineer on the uh, on their ship, the Nancy Foster, and it so happens this ship is a former Navy torpedo test testing uh, ship. It's stationed here in Charleston, South Carolina, at the old Navy base. It was closed in 1996, and my office, soon to not be my office here in a couple weeks, is actually the former senior enlistment's uh, club. So it's like I'm back on active duty. But that, that was kind of like my aha moment. Was like ah, I set a vision. Like it didn't exactly pan out like I wanted to, but holy shit! Like it, it actually panned out a lot better because this is it's a civilian role. I get to continue my government service. You know, keep earn retirement. The ship goes to horrible places like San Juan, Puerto Rico. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, they, they, they go down to meet the ship there. Uh, a couple weeks from now, I have to go down to St. Thomas, and I have to sail with the ship back to uh, Charleston. You know, it's it worked out. Like, like it works out. Like you set a vision for yourself when, like, if you're going through, if you're going through a tough time trying to, you know, craft your life the way it is. Like, you have to kind of let go and kind of succumb to the process a little bit and allow things to allow things to just happen the way they're going to happen. But, you know, don't do it passively either. You have to, you know, there's definitely an active role that you have to play, but just that aha moment is like, ah, I just need to let go and let things pan out. Just keep doing my thing. Just keep rolling. Just do it. Just wake up every day. You know, it may not seem like you're making much progress, but you are making progress. Just, just stay the course. That's kind of my aha moment. And that wasn't like a flash in the pan type aha. Moment. Was like <laughs> reflecting on that whole process of like, okay, I'm miserable in my job, and and you know, starting to change that, like doing the things to change that. And and that was it was a tough decision because you know both both my wife and I's families are pretty close more so on her side so we had to like it was a tough decision like do we want to make 
make the big splash and, and move all the way down to Charleston. And, you know, we, you know, we, we love the beach and we love uh, going to Hawaii and tropical places like that. And this is a, I mean, this it really worked out because we have beautiful beaches here that we can go to most of the year. And it's, you know, like if you don't make those tough decisions, you're never going to know. And if we like chose the quote unquote safe path, like I, like I can't imagine what my life would look like. We'd still be kind of still be working that miserable job, like, you know, trading my time for money and, and not, you know, just, just living, not living life the way we want to live it. It's, it's, it's just great. <laughs> it's amazing. And there's so much to unpack there. I mean, for my listeners, there's a lot in there. If you, if you pay attention to what Kenny is saying, the most important thing here is really the vision. So it's yes. the what. We get so caught up in the how mm-hmm. that we don't allow ourselves to even think about the what. Forget about a vision. Forget about this vision that you have. So, and I love the way that you paint the picture, right? Like there's so many, there's these elements that I want. So I can see the elements that I want in my, my next career or my next move. So I have this idea. This is what I want. And so I go after it because that's the other piece. The other piece is you can't sit still. Like I have the vision for it, but I have to take action. Yes. Then I run into the first obstacle. All right. Do I give up? No. Okay. I just, I just move. Okay. So that didn't work out. What can I try next? Okay. Well, let me try that. Well, that's not working out. And then ultimately, I just keep moving forward. I'm not worried so much of the how. I just keep trying. I just keep like, okay, so here's a how possibility. Okay, Okay. well, let me try a different how possibility. And eventually, you land somewhere. You're like, huh, this is actually better than I even imagined. And it's amazing (laughs) when people say this because you got to pay attention. You'll hear people that say it was better than I ever imagined, which Mm -hmm. means they imagined something. Exactly. The vision has to be there. The vision has to be there. Forget about the how. Get, get clear on the what. Mm-hmm. Visualize it. And then just take action. I don't care what it is. right? If it's, if it's even re- remotely close, the, the universe will guide you. Like, oh, no, no. You're going off to... No, no, no. Come back this way. Oh, no, no, no. Come back that way. Right? As long as I know what the what is, the universe will, will create the how. Yeah, you can't you can't steer a ship that's dead in the water. There you go. There you go. That's a beautiful story, Kenyon. Beautiful story, and a lot of people like if if and that's why I wanted to really kind of dial into it or drill into the idea of once I'm clear on what I want, the how will present itself. That's that's exactly. the most important the most important element. Yeah, and and every no is one step closer to a yes. Yeah, and everything. Mm-hmm. And everything. All right. So, do you have a favorite book that you would recommend to our listeners? I've got three. Uh, first on. one is is Essentialism by uh, Greg McKeown. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's similar if you've ever heard of the One Thing. I think Gary Keller. Yes, great book. Uh, it's very similar to that, but it's just a totally different take on, on it. It's just just put so. Uh, I don't know. I just love the way uh, Greg Greg writes, uh, and also I'm a little biased because I've interviewed him so it's uh <laughs> so it's a great book uh i've already mentioned outwitting the devil by uh napoleon hill yes and um 
I, I'm really big on Robert Greene, and I love the 50th. Like, my number three is a tie between uh, the 50th Law, which is about the rapper 50 Cent. I'm more of a punk rock guy, but I just uh, love 50s uh, style. But, uh, but I also love The Laws of Human Nature, his most recent book. So those the- are three... The Three or laws, four bucks that, uh, I gotta write these down. The, law, the laws of human nature. Yes, uh, outwitting the devil was fantastic. Oh yeah, that was that was because I remember you know I've read Think and Grow Rich a few times, and then somebody had said, "Hey, have you read Outwitting the Devil?" I'm like, "No, let me let me try that." And I was like, "Whoa, yeah, you, you got to be in the right space for that one because it's a little woo wooey." Uh, yes. Really, it's a it's a big mystical, but I love it, and it just for me it made sense. It, it, even in modern times, yeah, it made sense. Yeah, it's like he he meant it to be uh, to be in the vault for seventy years. Crazy, right? Like that's yeah. the, that's the part that 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 was like holy moly. All right, so these are great suggestions. Okay, yeah, outwitting the devil, just, Napoleon Hill. Go ahead. And I think there's also another new Napoleon Hill book that they're uh, pulling out of the vault. There right? is. I haven't. I I keep forgetting the name of it. Somebody just mentioned that one because I haven't read that one. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There is another one. Let me see if I can pull it up. But uh, gosh, darn it! So, and, and it keeps coming up in my interviews. Let me see here. It might come up now. Uh, okay. Well, while I look, might already be up. It might already be out. Um, no, I can't see it. All right, so I, I will look while we go to the next question. All right, so what are your three most powerful I am statements? Oh, uh, I am. I'm strong. I am witty, and I am, and I'm confident. Yes, love it, love it. Those are those. Those are fantastic. I love doing this one. I I'm, not, doing- I'm not. I'm not perfect at, at any of those, but like the, it's like a muscle thing that you have to build. Like it is. It is. That's why you say because we you've been yeah. spending so much time, f- especially having this conversation about the shoulds. Okay, head just kind of always automatically defaults to negative to negative self dialogue. Yeah. Yep. That you know we need this daily affirmation of you know who i am in a positive way right to create to, to, it, to it is it creates new neural pathways it's that muscle that i'm building is just re me really creating new neural pathways so i love it all right so what is your personal success formula or blueprint for success well this is kind of like how I, like I mentioned, I'm not very religious. I'm very spiritual. So I have three com like three main things that, you know, I try to subscribe to that is don't be a dick, leave everybody in every situation better than you found it and fulfill your own potential. <laughs> I love it. It's so, true. So, 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 so matter, no matter what your religious um, affiliation is, I think if you get those three things right, you're doing pretty, pretty good. Well, and I've always said this too. Like, I'm not a religious person, and it's probably because the the, the strong dogma behind the, the the religious beliefs they're so stringent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reality of it is, at the base, at the core of it, it's all the same. Yeah. Okay. Don't be a dick, right? Don't you know? 
take from others that's not yours, right? There's this whole these just kind of basic human decency and yeah. being PC, right? Yeah. <laughs> really, at the end of the day, just be a good person, man. <laughs> yeah. Why do we have to make it so damn complicated? <laughs> not hard. It is not. Oh. oh, fantastic. All right. So what is the best advice you have ever received? Whew. Man, that's a good question. I haven't thought about this question in a long time, but I'm going to say the best anti-advice that I was given was given by my father is that you can't have, can't have everything or you're going to have nothing at all. And recently I've, you know, all due respect to my dad, I, I, I've kind of started questioning why, well, why can't I have it all? That's, that's like a defeatist type attitude. So, so I'd say that's been my biggest anti advice, I guess. I, I could not agree more. Okay. The whole idea of you can't have it all. It's just like money doesn't grow on trees and guess what? It does. Yeah. It is a tree. It is a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? What does that even mean? What are you trying to, what what is it that you're trying to penetrate? Okay. I think you're just trying to say I'm too lazy to go out and make more money. Right. Yeah. Or, 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 or whatever. Or you need to go out and make more money. Instead of like money doesn't grow on tree. It's like, hey, listen. This 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 money we have over here earmarked for certain things. Okay, you have a responsibility to go out there and hustle for those pair of Nikes you want. Okay, it's going to teach you how to be responsible, how to be accountable, right? And yeah, you might as well get out there and start making it happen, right? Like really, really kind of create a rah rah effect to this instead of like some crazy limiting. Oh, you can't have it all. You actually can. And really, what is it that we want? We want yeah. freedom. We want happiness. We want health. We want, you know, family, love, connection. This is not anything that's unrealistic. What do you mean by we can't have it all? Right? What do yeah. we and what is it that you actually mean? What is all? So yeah. I, it's define fantastic. All yeah, define all, please. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So what is one parting piece of wisdom? You would, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. If our listeners, I am so sorry. Okay, I was on, Kenny, and I was on your podcast. Please, if yeah. our listeners want to reach out to you, if they want to listen to your podcast, what's the best way for them to connect with you? What's your website? Tell them about your podcast. Well, I've got everything uh, kind of centralized through my website. Tried to eliminate all the excuses for everybody uh, trying to find me here. But uh, if you want to go to uh, kenyanzitska.com, that's kind of my base. It, then you can go to slash iTunes to subscribe to the podcast. And then you can also subscribe or, uh, you know, follow me on uh, social media slash FB for Facebook slash IG for Instagram. And I forget if this one's active or not, but I'll make sure it is before this goes live, but slash YT for YouTube. Perfect. Perfect. All right. But the easiest thing is the website. They could probably access your social media there. All right. I'm going to have this featured on the show notes and what's the name of your podcast zero excuses fantastic that's what we're talking about here zero excuses all right so what is one parting piece of wisdom you would like to share with our listeners well again i'm going to reiterate just do the opposite of what your excuses are telling you to do and that will unlock 
that's going to unlock a huge door for you. Like start thinking for yourself and, and, you know, all due respect to our elders and, and, and all that, but you know, even our school system is, I believe is antiquated completely. And, and it was, you know, it was designed as an outcome of world war one and world war two to churn out factory workers. And, you know, we have not uh, changed the structure of our educational system in a long, long time. And that's why I think uh, me taking my daughter to my ship uh, um, is more valuable than, than, uh, you know, having to go to preschool every single day. But, you know, do the absolute of your excuses, form your own belief systems and, and question everything, curiously question everything. And, and ask yourself, well, who, who actually told me that and who told them that? And, you know, on and on and on is like, okay, well, this is antiquated advice. Nine times out of 10 is what I'm finding. So ask yourself good questions too. Truth, man. Truth. It's so, I mean, I could not agree with you more. I learned nothing in school, but I mean, and, and here's the thing. There's, we're all different. Right, we're all different, and we learn differently. And there's certain, like my sister crushed it, 4.0 student, then went to college. Right, like everything was just like boom. For her, it worked. Like she yeah. fell, she went right into it, crushed it, got out of school, got the kick-ass job in California, down in LA. Right, was working for Warner Brothers. I mean, it was just like boom, 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 boom. Like everything that they talk about. Go to school, get good grades, go to college, get a good job, make a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. Check all the boxes, right? Me, none of that. Mm -hmm. None of that. I could not learn in that environment. It did not stimulate me, and I, could, I, couldn't, I, could, I couldn't keep up, right? So, so there is, there, there, there is um, um, I guess, just like anything else, bringing awareness to the fact that for some it works, but when it doesn't, there has to be a different, there has to be a different learning opportunity or a different method, right? There has yeah. to be, for me, it was like, I got to be hands-on. I've got to be like, you know, show me how to do it. Once I learn how to do it, it's burned into my brain. But if I've got to read it out of, out of, out of school books or a book report or take a test, for whatever reason, that just it did not work for me. So, so I, I totally, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Question everything. If it's not working for you, trust me when I tell you something will. There is a, there is a way for you to learn, process information, retain that information, and use it effectively. Absolutely. It's just that one way doesn't work for one. It doesn't mean that no way works for you, yeah, right? Absolutely. Find the thing that works for you. Yeah, I mean, for in my example, I was an average, you know, C and B student. Average. I didn't excel until I got my hands on something. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Beautiful. Wow, Kenyon. Mm. Yeah. Awesome, awesome interview. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, man, it was an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you allowing me to come on here and uh, talk a little game here. And man, I, I, I enjoyed our conversation when I had you on my podcast and I enjoyed this conversation just as much, if not a little more. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you again. All right, folks, we've now reached the end of our show. Thanks for joining us. And as we say here in Costa Rica, Pura Vida. Pura Vida. 
Thank you for joining us today on the Recovery Revolution Podcast. For more information about the podcast, to access the show notes, join us in the Recovery Revolution, or to learn about one-on-one coaching with me, then go to www.omarpinto.com. Make sure to check out the website or schedule a free consultation with me today. It's time to join the Recovery Revolution.